All right, my Hello. turn to start. <laughs> hey. Hi. <laughs> so I've got something to show you. So this is a little tool that I'm using. So this is tracking all the, the founders. So I'm a quarter of the way through my goal of 100. Um, <laughs> 25. Yeah, and I kind of have chats with them so with each of these. So this is not, This um, is one something you made? Or no, no, you just... this is a product called Notion. Oh, yeah. And Notion... It's one of my favorite products. Yeah, I've heard you talk about it lots. Yeah, so <laughs> Notion, Superhuman, Figma mm-hmm. are the three tools I primarily use. Mm-hmm. So Notion is a document tool, so it just does documents. Like Evernote. You use Evernote, I use Notion. Okay. Um, and you can have not only... I was take... expecting you for a moment to say, like, Evernote is the Microsoft version. <laughs> <laughs> Notion is <laughs> Mac. <laughs> I'm glad you stopped. Yeah, yeah. Stop short. <laughs> no, I do. I do have respect for Evernote. Evernote, yeah, Evernote, that's great. <laughs> Notion allows you to do not just notes, but you can create like databases, like little, like you can have each of these names as a little field, and then within it, you've got notes and different bits and pieces. Oh, so cool. this is a guy called Michael who I'm going to be chatting to next week, and Terry who I just chatted to on Wednesday, and I've got like notes about the chat. Oh, so I often so have it's that all open. in there. Yeah, so often the way it works is I'll, when I invite people to a chat, I'll send them, I'll create a Zoom meeting, and then when it gets to the time, we just both click the link mm-hmm. on the invite, and then we come, and then I'll have Zoom open and then Notion open, so then I'll... Notion on, do you have it open on the laptop? Like, yeah, does yeah. this sync over to your laptop as well? Yes, yeah, so, yeah, so oh, I've cool. got it on my phone, and I've got it on my laptop, and I usually split the screen, so I'll have Notion, so okay. I have Zoom on the right-hand yep. side of my Mac screen. And, and then... Notion, and I'll just be catching things. What I've also got in here is some of the key. I've got two other things. One is um, I've got the founders. I've got the the kind of the insights of what what I think are things that are emerging, the patterns of like what people are trying to do or what their needs are. So I kind of capture that, and then I can link people to those. I go, oh, okay, so uh-huh. you're that same. So there's a few of them that are linking onto this, and then I've also got prototype product ideas. So I can link people to those as well if I'm if I'm testing stuff. So a few of my the product ideas I've um, tested with people and get feedback. <laughs> yeah, so that's Notion. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, um, yeah, I'm kind of just I feel like I've got good systems in place and I'm just on in the process. So there was more chats with founders this week, and what's interesting is. Um, I do feel my intuition is developing. Oh, wow. Like in a weird sense. It's hard to put your finger on like a growing in- intuition, but you, you just get more and more familiar, I guess is maybe a way I think about it. Which is what that guy said would happen once you oh, talk to yeah. 100 people. Yes, that's <laughs> oh, right. What was interesting is I chatted to, so one of the guys I chatted to, a guy called Noah, who actually was one of the inspirations for this podcast because he runs a podcast like this. Um, oh. <laughs> so he, he also runs a startup. Yeah, that um, guy, yep. And he explored this area um, and he decided mm. to do something. He, he chatted about 15 people and then he decided to look. He actually ended up not with founders but with support teams, building a product for support teams. But it was interesting chatting to him. So I, I, the reason I talked to him was to um, dig into like what, what did he actually find and why did he move? Um, to a different to something different but it was interesting I shared some of the stuff that I'd now found and he was like ah interesting and we kind of both agree that there's something there's something here oh that's um, cool 
So he had explored this area, but only with about 15 people and decided to change out of it then. Yeah, and and there's a few other factors that went into his move away. There was was something about some opportunity, I think, uh, within... um, and someone, and he met, uh, as, as he moved to focus on support teams. Yeah, okay. Um, who, there's, there's a big tool in that space called Intercom. And he met, I think, someone from Intercom, and then he, he kind of uncovered a bunch of stuff in there. Oh, yeah. So he got, kind of got drawn yeah. into a different space. But I okay. remember him at the time, and he, it was interesting chatting to him this past week. At the time, he, he said, oh, I kind of, I'm wrestling between like, I want to serve founders. But I mean, drawn towards support teams, mm-hmm. and it's like a tension between like, do you go with the? Oh, so you were listening to his him in their podcast when he was making this. Decision. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> cool. And I've always kind of wanted to chat more, so then I got in touch with with him this week. <laughs> we just went deeper on that that yeah. we got to touch on in the podcast. Oh, cool. And it was yeah, yeah. So it was really interesting to kind of reflect together on some of the stuff that's emerging. Uh, yeah. And he sharing some of the stuff that you've discovered. He's yeah. Well, there's kind of like I'm realizing there's there's a bit of a different way to think about it that um, I've and I think I might have mentioned this last week, but I've been focusing for a while around the conversation that a founder has with a customer and how to make that really insightful and how how to help a founder get to real kind of deep insight into what their customers need. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's another way of thinking about this, which is not so much, which includes that, I guess, but it's actually more about how do you help a founder um, handle the amount of customer feedback that comes their way. So um, they hit a threshold when they've got about maybe, could be 100 bits of feedback each week, um, or when they get into paying customers as another threshold, depends on who the founder is. And they start to feel quite responsible for all these people that they are serving, mm-hmm. um, and that they need to respond and 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 it can actually, especially for um, um, people doing digital products, because their products can be used from all around the world. So different time zones are a factor. So yeah, you've got all these emails that come in, and and one of the founders this week actually said like he tries to get onto things straight away, because uh, even if he leaves it for a day. Um, it can be um, he can just the, the customer just doesn't respond because mm. um, they just don't really feel it's responsive or in in his case wow one day yeah Eww. so that's that might not might might not be generalizable but that's that was his experience and um, yeah so there's a sense I want I want to be able to take seriously this feedback and do something with it. Um, because that's something that would reflect well on me and my product, and it would. This is them talking now, not yeah. you. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and and um, and then they'll feel more kind of. You earn some more trust in the customer if you give them, but you just get to a level of volume. Uh, not only that, like there's there's the volume of actually what do you do with all the stuff, mm. but then also the mix of stuff that comes at you. Yeah. Um, it's hard to know how to order it, so I think. Looking so at it more broadly, you could go, well, that's quite a messy space and things are coming in from everywhere. So there's mm. got messages coming from chat apps, emails coming in, you've got stuff that come from your website. So you've got all the stuff that comes at you. Oh, word. And then there's like, well, what do you do with that part of your business so that it doesn't kind of just becomes a morass of things that takes over your other time yeah. that you need to do on marketing and continue to build the product and mm. sales and all these other things. 
So so a real need. Yeah. yeah, and yeah, and potentially looking at well, how could you make a way that actually starts to order that that part of the business? So, did you mention to me either yesterday or today that someone you spoke to was starting to build something into their product? Yes, yes, that's yeah. I've had that in my mind as well because depending on Can how, you want to explain that to me again. So yeah, so. Um, you know how we've talked before about feature voting? Yeah. yeah. So so what that is, is um, so, so if I was to make a feature voting thing, mm. uh, what that would mean is that a, custom, a, a founder would sign up to the service. They'd get a unique website um, mm. that will be so an extension of, so so for example, if it was matt.com. Mm-hmm. Um, so matt.com is the product, uh, or matt is the product, mm. matt.com is the website because I happen to got that one for three hundred thousand dollars <laughs> so i got that product it would be their site so um the product comes and it's matt.com slash product their product name yep so they get that website so they can send their customers to that website and then on that website there'll be different features that have been voted up and the customers can uh, vote for some comment on others whatever but that's how the product would work um what we were talking about the other day in in the product, so so often people that are making a product, whether it's an app or a, a thing online that people log into, they don't necessarily want to send people out of their app over to some other website mm. to actually engage. Yeah, it's like it's less friction just to go well, just do that inside the app, just mm. to see the the feature cards in there and some yeah. of that. So yeah, it's another factor is that whatever you build, if you're trying to say organize people's feedback. And that's one way of doing it is to um, think about how people are. How, how do you make it less friction? Because one of the challenges that people have is that people don't offer feedback. I mean, how many things have you used that you think of the things that you use online, like Evernote, oh, yeah. Netflix, yeah. Dropbox, or like? Yeah, but I'm not necessarily. I'm terrible at anything like communication-wise. Like actually, my emails, my texts, they're like. I'm not your norm. <laughs> like I'm sure more people would give feedback and take the time and to do an extra email than what yeah. I would. Well, it turns out so, that the majority of people don't give feedback. Oh, yeah. Oh, that makes me feel better. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you're the majority. <laughs> um, what – could you not just build like – you know, like you get Chrome extensions and all yep. that kind of stuff. Could you not build a type of product that then gets embedded in people's – apps or websites um from the customer side so you'd go instead of doing something that the founder has it's their customers have it um no hang on what i didn't follow that so the way a chrome extension works is that it's a little bit of software that you um, install and it runs on chrome the browser Mm -hmm. which is the google google's browser Mm -hmm. um and you'll see it in your toolbar so you might have a few you might have i'm not sure what ones we've got um, at the moment but yeah it comes up as a little icon on your browser yeah and then you can click on that and it does stuff oh, okay um, so it's not quite what i'm thinking about sure i'm thinking about actually like i don't know how this is possible but creating something that just gets kind of can get, i'm just thinking editing terms spliced in yeah. to um someone's website or app yeah. like they can buy that little package and just Embedded in the back end. Oh, somehow, true. Yeah. So, so 
yeah, so the way um, that an in-app, um, so let's go back to the voting, feature mm-hmm. voting thing. Um, the way that that actually works is you can give a, basically a snippet of code which someone can put inside their product and effectively one run like a little website inside the product. Yeah. A little functionality. Yeah. Yeah, so that is possible. But what, it's not what you'd want to do. Oh, I don't know. Well, this is what's actually an interesting point here is that I'm not committed to any particular way of doing anything, which is actually quite good. I'm not committed to building a website, to building an app, to building, I don't know, some sort of bot or some sort of... I don't, like, starting with the actual problem to be solved and then going, what makes most sense for kind yeah. of um, making this possible for a founder? Because it, it could just be email-based. Like, you could have something that people just forward an email to this address and it just sorts things out or... Um, so there's, there's ways in which you could just do that. Um, or it could be a combination of these different things. Mm. So, yeah. So what I'm trying to hone in on is what exactly would be great to have be made possible for founders. Yeah. And then second question is, well, what's the best and most easy and efficient way? Yeah. Because ideally you actually don't want to have anyone learn any new interfaces. Like for example, if you had a, a new website that they'd refer their customers to, that's a new interface for people to learn. Yeah. Even if it's a common one, like features that have been voted and you just vote up and down, um, it's still... It's still being sent outside, like to an outside party. And, and a different yeah. thing. And you've got to yeah. figure out like how do that looks. But yeah, all these are open and I think it's nice to have it like that at this yeah. stage and just kind of start to figure out exactly what is helpful. Um, so yeah, so I'll continue week on week. Um, I didn't actually... This, so... I guess one thing about our week that's probably new this week is that we're now, or we have been, alternating morning and evening. Mm. Um, so this Yeah, how would you find the afternoon? Yeah. In the afternoon slot. <laughs> well, should we, I wonder if we break down exactly how the week runs, because I think there's, just to make sure everyone's clear. On. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yep. So, Monday, I head into the city to work for uh, the bank. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm on the digital team in the bank so I work seven hours seven and a half hours seven hours in the city seven and a half I think actually at the moment I do that remotely so I work from Mondays home Mondays remotely yep Mondays from home seven hours I think what is it 8.30 to 4.30 mm-hmm. yeah whatever that is okay so Tuesday I am at the bank again yep. same hours but you're actually in seven the hours office in downtown an yep. hour commute away um, yep. <laughs> Wednesday is the first of our days, so... Of your days. You do a yep. half day. Yeah, so I do four hours from nine to... One. 10, 11, 12, one. <laughs> nine to one, yep. and then the rest is family time. Yep. Thursday, back in the city, and that's... For the bank, yep. Seven hours in the city. And then Friday, we alternate. So one does nine to one, and then one does one to five. Yep. And then we... Yeah, so there's a morning. And I was doing morning. the afternoons and said, you were doing no, the afternoons I wanted to do, on, I wanted, I wanted, on I wanted, Wednesday. That's right, yeah. Yeah. So now we've changed it to Friday. Yeah, I wanted to do it Friday, so it's closer to the podcast. Yeah, and we alternate. Yeah. So so this this is I guess it's context. So this week was the first one that I did in the afternoon. <laughs> afternoon is quite different. It's uh, hard, eh? It is harder because I don't know if it's just because I'm a morning working person. Oh yeah. Like I'm more energized in the morning. I think most people are though, aren't they? I don't know. Maybe. Uh, 
But yeah. I feel like that's the that's a, the the real kind of heavy lifting part of the day. Usually when I'm at work, I kind of structure some of the key stuff in the morning. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so there's there's that. Um, I did manage to find some. So okay, so here's what I did. So I went out to a cafe to start because I just wanted to get into. Cafe spaces are good for mm. me to get into work. Mode. And all cafes are open, I guess, at one o'clock. So if you, yeah. you got out of the door at one, which was awesome. Yeah, yeah, because this is the other thing. Cafes close at like three. Two, two or three. Yeah. yeah. So cafe time. Then I went over to a library um, and found a new one. Uh, that was good. The New Lynn one? Yeah, yeah. That was oh, a yeah. good good library. And then after, What made it a good library? It was comfortable. There was good Wi-Fi. <laughs> okay. It was a big window that I was sitting beside. Yeah, so you want like a window the sun where you was want to sort of was, yeah. outlook. So that was good. And then from there, actually, because there wasn't like an hour parking, I was like, oh, crap, where do I go next? Mm. Uh, I actually ended up going, because it was right beside a mall, into a mall and finding a Starbucks. <laughs> and I just sat there for the remainder of my time. And then, so that like took the box for car parking. And also, oh, yeah, like, nice. it was just, it was open. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Did you find it quite a bit, took quite a bit to figure out where to go? Like, did they take yeah. up a bit of a, yeah. energy? Because you're not, you're not, cafes aren't all, always as, as much of an option. And also, I guess, yeah, I don't know. But yeah, it was a bit of energy getting that, but I tried to get out ahead of that. Um, mm. Yeah. But also the other thing is that work in the afternoon took me completely out of the North American time zone. Um, oh, so I couldn't so talk to any like... founders across like America, Canada, or like South America, all that kind of. So yeah, the time zone for me in terms of people that I can talk to shifts back to mm. uh, Japan, Indonesia, Australia. Yeah. All all that column column. Okay. People that are that are awake. So it is really important for you to have those well, morning slots if possible. If possible, but I'll um. I'll try and connect more. There's just heaps more founders, especially on the site that I find founders in, in the Americas. So that, mm. we'll see, I think. Yeah. So I didn't get any today. Um, but it was, yeah, it was okay. To, um, I spent a lot of the time uh, emailing out people. Yeah, um, and I mean, you could also use the your afternoon sessions, which will only be once a fortnight, Yes. to start collating what you're finding and whipping up possible ideas and oh, it is good yeah it is starting to feel like it'll be good to have some bigger chunks of time to actually think through and connect some of these yeah. so yeah so i think it might be a nice a nice yeah. spot so yeah so feeling like i'm in the group i'm feeling it's a weird thing to kind of say that the intuition is starting to form more but it just feels maybe more i'm becoming more familiar mm. with the space and things are starting to connect that's like i don't have anything specific but yeah, I just continue these conversations. What is, maybe finally, what is notable is is that I have started to talk to people about these challenges and just sound them out the general area of like trying to organize the feedback such that that's a manageable part of your business. So shifting the focus again, like from just about having great conversations with customers that are insightful to thinking at a business level and how do you think about as a founder the the part of customer feedback in in what you do in a week, and and to make that more. Kind oh, of so you've been shifting the conversations you're having with these founders. Yeah. To include this. Yeah, to talk about that area, okay. and I'm actually finding a lot of people like you'll see on my little list here. So I've got different categories of people. So some people are like an active conversation. I've basically got a a ton yeah, of people. Yeah. That are just like keen to chat, keep chatting, 
Then I've got a few that are in beta. I'm calling that, which is the kind of people that are up for uh, um, my early product. All of them are interested in that area. So now basically most people that I talk to are keen to see what I'm about to build because I'm starting to talk about this new area, um, which is something. Mm, but, yeah, um, definitely. I mean, yeah, it's nothing until you've got people signed on. Or <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it's interesting. So Yeah, it's such a journey. I am. Yeah, so it's me. Cool. That sounds like a good week. Yeah, it does feel good. Mm. I am enjoying it and enjoying all these conversations. So. And did you have a good time? Because you had the boys this morning while I was out yeah. working. Was, yeah. Was that cool? That was fun. Yeah, yeah. we played a lot of Duplo. Yeah. And um, yeah, there was this, man, their imagination is amazing. They've Kids, always got honestly. something. It's like, all right, let's now do this and let's now do this. And let's now, like, it's just yeah. nonstop ability to create and, and just, I mean, it wasn't they were doing anything crazy they were just working with what we had around here and mm. yeah it was yeah. cool it was really cool actually it's pretty special being able to have that time with them eh? yeah yeah i think i've actually when you start to move away from it like me now moving away mm. four days four hours a week you know i'm like oh i kind of like i don't want to move away too much from yeah. boys because you just realize how precious it is yeah well, this is um, what I find going to work. Yeah. Is that you always, yeah, you always kind of think, ah, oh, yeah. like the things that you do miss out on. It's that typical thing, eh, of like, when you're with them, not all the time, but sometimes you're pulling your hair out and they are testing you to the limits. Um, and that's only sometimes, it's not all the times. I know we often just talk about like the hard times and the craziness, but the they are so good. much yeah. fun. Yeah. Yeah, they put kids. Um, They're cool, yeah. But then when you're away from them, you just want to be with them. Yeah, totally. totally. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. yeah they're, they're pretty cool boys. Mm, anyway, I had a great time this morning. I'm really keen to, because we haven't had a chance really to catch up properly. No. I'm keen to hear. Yeah, so I loved the morning as well. Okay. Especially yep. considering I only had two and a half hours solid sleep last night. Yeah, that's boys. a crazy night, eh? So for me to actually wake up and at my highest energy... They will be able to get out there and do some work. Yep. Was just such a different experience for me. Yeah, yeah, it was great. Huh. I mean, there is still a thing that you talked about, like you you get out, you get to the, the cafe or the library or wherever you're going, yep. and you do need to shift gears. Yep. But it's definitely not as difficult to do it in the morning as in the afternoon. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Um, so I kind of started with... There's a... Um, intel video on a guy called michael wilf not to be confused with the author slash journalist but he's the designer yes yep. um you'd know him you know him lots i think you introduced me to this video it was like ages ago this it was like, was eight, like years eight nine years ago yeah, sure. and it was one of the videos that just inspired me the most in my work mm. um yeah interesting n- not well one because of the way this this little video is filmed. It's absolutely beautiful. So Intel Visual Life. Intel Visual Life. Yeah, Michael there we Wolf, are. Yeah. yeah. And the other one was just what Michael Wolf was saying, you know, mm. like the content in this video was amazing. Like he talks about his three muscles, the one being curiosity, you know, always asking why, why, mm. why, when, you know, who. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and coming to something with that, with that childlike fascination. Yeah. And then... The second muscle was one of appreciation. 
That I love that. Yeah, it's beautiful. Hey, noticing what already exists, and then also seeing deeper, yeah. seeing more than what others see. Hmm. And then he says the first two kind of enables the third, which is imagination. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, and I found another little video on him, and where he talks about which links nicely to this. He talks about the four rooms. Okay. Of design, so he talks about. The room of great work is the first room. This is where you kind of say, like, if my work looks great, then that's as much as I can kind of hope for. Okay. Um, but he says you can't create in room one. You can only copy. Okay. Why is that? Um, well, he didn't go into it. But okay. from what I understood, it was just like it's... You're never getting into the deeper level of why something is what it is and oh, interesting so it's different. just surface, superficial looking. yeah it's just got to yeah, look nice it's never interesting a, yeah okay that makes sense um the room of reason is the second room and this is where you realize there is logic and design so i, I guess do. the first one yeah it's just looking great it's not necessarily logic as to why this is you really good. put those things the way they are yep. you know yeah yeah um Interesting. And he says, like, he makes strategic sense to look like this. Um, and this is what the competitors look like. And your work shouldn't look like this kind of thing. But he says, in room two, you kind of couldn't create either because you kind of just steered into mediocrity, steered into satisfying too many people. Okay. Um, and, yeah, he quotes Bernard Shaw. I think it was saying, nothing is accomplished by a reasonable man. Okay. And then he says, it's folly not to know the first two rooms really well. Okay. Because it's, you have to know the greats on whose shoulders you stand mm -hmm. and create from. But then you can move into the room, the third room, the room of precedent. And that's the one where it's kind of like, oh, I did this before and it worked. So I'm going to do it again, but only slightly different. And um, he says that's why all gas stations, airlines, more or less, and banks all look the same. Okay. <laughs> it's kind of like, this works, kind of thing. And it's much easier to sell something to a client that actually is reasonable. Yep, yep. Um, I get that. And then he says you come to the fourth room, the room of not knowing. Huh. <laughs> um, he says you've been into the other three rooms and you really trust your own personal creativity to produce something that wasn't there before. Interesting. And um, he says, I'll write, read this out, what he said. He said, to create something that wasn't there before, he said, trust that in you. What? Trust that in you, which is normal. Trust that which is in you, which is, I don't, total typo. Trust that which is in you, which is informed by great work informed by reason and informed mm. by precedent but not the source of your creativity he says the source of your creativity is going to come much more easily from your noticing and from your appreciation and ability to step into other people's shoes wow and i think that's like well yes. that's a lot of what you're doing at the moment with your actual chats to founders yeah interesting you don't know what you're doing. It's real, like, this whole space that you and me, more or less, like, what the space that we're swimming in is mm. one of not knowing because mm. we're really trying to do something completely new. Yes. It's interesting, um, the, primal, the, the prime position of the 
getting to, like the the conversation, the the noticing, mm. the engaging with someone mm. to 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 operate in that yeah room. That's interesting. Mm. So it was really cool. And then what I spent some time doing was working on a mood board. Okay. I think this was your idea to do this actually, like creating kind of mood. like yeah. one of my Pinterest boards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that I have and for my mindset. other creative, right. like that I have my other creative, you know, like projects. Actually, just going into that mindset and finding stuff that I like and creating screenshots and yep. creating a board. Or, yeah, folder, cool. or whatever. Where does um, that board live? That board lives... Is it Evernote? On your hard drive. Oh, okay. <laughs> on your computer. So it's a folder on the computer. It's a folder okay, on the sure. computer, actually, yeah. Okay. And it's it was too many photos to put onto Evernote, so I was just like, eh. Sure. Yeah. So okay. it's for, like it's screenshots? Screenshots, yeah. Okay, interesting. Yeah. Um, and that covers really nicely, like, I mean, obviously the way you want it to look, but it still does not cover, cover yeah, the content and what actually is this totally. going to be, this thing going to be. And I, to be honest with you, I'm still a little bit confused and I'm not quite sure what to do. But today what I ended up doing was um, I was at a cafe that was just down the road from an old friend of mine who jared jared yeah. brandon who filmed our wedding our yeah. wedding yeah and honestly like he is the most epic storyteller and cinematographer that i've seen yeah he's, and um he's, he's yeah. so good yeah and it's not just that he does beautiful work but the way he weaves the story together I is yeah phenomenal very thoughtful yeah and I haven't seen him like we haven't seen him in years kind of thing you know but yeah. we've always had that connection that it's like yeah. you and I like we could just pick up with him any time and pick up where, pick up where we left off from so I thought well I'm just like 400 meters from the house he used to live at I might just go and <laughs> like, knock on the door knock on the door and see if he's there <laughs> if he still lives there and um I knocked and sure and behold there he was <laughs> <Close> <laughs> And so, yeah, we had a cuppa and a great catch-up. Cool. So, really great catch-up. And do you know what? It was just so good to chat with someone yeah. who's another creative, like a visual um, video yeah. storyteller. Um, he's not, like, he has his focus at the moment on his day job as such, his wedding cinematography, but he's wanting to move away from that and start this kind of, like, philosophy YouTube kind of series sure. so he wants to any extra time that he gets time and energy he wants to move into that yeah um so he would not be a person that can kind of you know come alongside me in this and yeah. be like the cinematographer not that I was thinking he would I was like well yeah. I could I guess sign it sound it out but I just knew he'd be a great person to chat to about yeah, all of yeah. this. Yeah, like just need a soundboard. Yeah, and he was great. And something that he actually said was, um, "Don't limit yourself too much." Like it's actually it was the opposite to what I see a lot of YouTubers say. They say, like, "Just pick a narrow kind of like idea of what you want to be doing, so that everyone coming to your channel knows what to expect each week and that mm -hmm. kind of thing." Mm -hmm. But. Um, yeah, I've kind of in my gut just kind of felt like, oh, I don't know if I want to do that. It might not be the most successful and fastest way to start okay. if I don't do it that way, but it's I don't really want to do it that way. 
So you're saying that would be the yeah, fastest. Sorry, that's really, no, probably but, it would be faster to just choose a narrow kind sure. of like you get scope. And... Go for it. Yeah. Okay. But, yeah. Um, and he gave me this example actually of this. There's a YouTube channel called What's Inside. Okay. And it started off probably about six, seven years ago with a dad and his son chopping open a ball of some sort. I can't remember what it was, if it was a tennis ball or whatever, to see what's inside. Okay. And it was for a science project. Yeah. And it's since then, like people just wanted to see what it was, you know, what was in all these other things. And so they just started asking, you know, that they can see what's in all these other things. And, so um, good. like, I think it, it just grew into this thing that was way beyond what's inside a tennis ball, you know, like he's been sent a luxury car from Mercedes Benz and asked to chop into their seat, their leather seat. And like, so he just takes like this carving knife, carving knife thing, slices it open and they get to see all these massage balls and everything. So I guess like great move by Mercedes, like yeah. everyone gets a new take on what luxury really means. Like there's like, that's not just pretty what, amazing. It is. And I mean, like, I think they've done videos on what's inside the White House and that kind of stuff. And it's just, oh, wow. just started from what's inside a tennis ball. I take it that doesn't include a knife. <laughs> no, yeah, no, you probably leave that one at home. So, um, oh, wow. That's such an interesting and powerful idea, I guess. Yeah. So, but again, it was this thing of like, just start with a concept that's, so they called it what's inside. I mean, they can go anywhere. My concept so far of behind the game, mm. they can go anywhere. They can even go into the game of politics if I wanted to later on or mm. whatever, you know. So, yeah. That's interesting. So, it's kind and, of finding something that in itself is an intriguing mm. thought. And I mean, like, behind the game, I've already come across two ways that I'd love to explore at this mm. stage. And that is the the people behind the sports stars, behind the athletes, so like their spouses, their families, their kids. Yeah. Yep. But also like the the people, the audience, the fans behind the game and mm. what sport is in their life. You yeah, know? Interesting. Like, I guess it could be an idea that um you figure out over time what exactly behind the game people are really Interesting. And guys, well, or you can have different series. Of, this is something that Jared said. He said a similar thing to what you say, actually. Always, like, don't wait too long to get something out there. Just sure. get something out there and then figure out what it's going to be yeah. over time as you put out videos and as you put videos out there. Yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, it just occurred to me now, um, you could just have your first five, ten videos, just experimental videos. Yeah. Without deciding on whether any, I want to put them on YouTube or not, and just then you've got stuff to put in, to have conversation, real conversation with people, because you've got a like you you might want to. No, I just would put them on YouTube. Like it's not, I'm not oh, that's, doing that's the same I mean. kind of thing as you. Oh, okay, that's right. what I mean. Like, yeah, I just would put them the out there and yep. let get feedback from total strangers. Cool, because it sounds like it's formed enough. Like you've got the idea. You've got some examples of how that idea would flip. I don't up. know. I don't think it's formed enough yet. I feel like, but what okay. I realized today is I think I need to. I need to chat with other creatives. Like this sure. was just. It's been, yeah. You kind of get grind to a halt on your own, and it was just such a good chat with Jared. And he's just such like a, 
he's got this generosity of spirit. Are you not yeah, him? Like totally. to just lean into an idea with you and like it's explore it. Yeah. Totally. Well, that's a good thing to know. Like to build into the week of yourself. Yeah, I think so. It was good for my energy levels as well. Mm. And um, the other thing he said is he probably couldn't do it, but he suggested his brother actually yeah. Paul, who is also a wedding cinematographer but he's wanting to branch out and he's got quite a business mind on him as well sure. which is probably quite good because i don't have that at all what um, about mike always mike corinne yeah so with mike mike oh, he is, was never able to actually do the filming he yeah he said he'd help me out sure. concept wise until yep. the first filming yeah, type yeah. of thing and right, if sure. he had time he'd do the first filming for me but there was okay. never a long-term committal sure i'm with you and i'm just I, yeah so it would still be awesome to work with mike just in like he's an epic creator you know, just yeah, it like sounds like fishing. he'd be a soundboard as well. Totally. Yeah. But um, a, I guess Paul do. apparently also likes sports, so <laughs> that is oh, helpful. He's really into sport. Where Mike flagged that with me right from the beginning. He's like, just let so you know, I'm not really all that into sport. Yeah. <laughs> um, I guess the cool thing about going experimental is that you could do that also with whoever your buddy is. You could say, hey, yeah. let's just have a go on two mm-hmm. of these videos and, mm-hmm. and then do. Because, yeah, figuring that kind of, um, that, that core team out is also a pretty important thing to get right as well. Yeah. And I think I also, anyway, don't want to go too far into the figuring out what my prototype will look like without input from the cinematographer. Because totally. you want to be working together on this and creating together. It will be a way better end product. Yeah. Does that change things now when you kind of think, if I was just, if they were just a set of experiments... Not that I'm coming into any of these types of um, within the behind the game uh, concept. Not that I'm con- uh, coming into any particular type of that. It's always got to be with spouses. Or always got to be. Um, I think I'm. Whatever. I'm very. I'm confident having it a broad audience like that or broad um, array of people I'm talking to. But what I need to figure out a little bit more is the focus because that'll determine like my questions and where you go to kind of thing. You'll get to a deeper place if you have a little bit more of a compass bearing on where you want to go. Yeah, tell me about that where you at because in my, so I'll tell you what I understand of what you're saying and then tell me what parts are missing okay. or where you're thinking at. So I understand that you have this idea called Behind the Game that is about the aspects, um, the human interest at things that happen behind Sports stars, whatever, game, code, um, rugby, soccer, whatever. Um, and that could be spouses of sports people. That could be now any anyone in some way influenced by sport. You're doing human interest stories. And I, and I understand that that'd be beautifully filmed. Not sure exactly what the setting is. Mm. Uh, but you probably have a way of just turning to people anyway. Like um, in terms of the content. Do, what what in your mind are the outstanding questions between you and getting some experiments going? I don't know, but you know what? Just as you were chatting, because I'm also super inspired by the Humans of New York guy. Yeah. Um, and so I was thinking, what I'd do is yeah, do the longer form video, but then also have a bunch of shorter clips that I'll filter out as well. Um. I thought I, oh my gosh, the thought's just gone from my head. <laughs> Dang it, I didn't write it down. It was a good one too. Was it? 
yeah. Was it something to do with... This is the two and a half hours of sleep sleeping. <laughs> Start to kick in. It's interesting <sighs> just to pick up and talk about something that might trigger. <laughs> mm. <laughs> some yeah, carry on. <laughs> of doing it short form. Like, the experiments, does it make more sense to, to be minute-long things um, that are easy to produce? They kind of get a bit, at least, of the core idea across. They allow you to get more of a feel of them. As opposed to doing the big fuller production, like I'm thinking, what what helps you learn faster or get closer to the feel of an idea? I don't know, but do you know what? All I heard now from you was like, <laughs> that's how my brain feels right now. I don't know why it's just shut down. Um, we might need to rethink anyway. When which time of day we do these podcasts because yeah. the night times I struggle with at the moment, but morning times. <sighs> so bad. I don't know. Um, I think I kind of remember what it was like. So human interest, humans of New York, he kind of often has stories of some sort of event that happened in their life and the impact it has had on them. Um, and so I'm wondering whether it could be something like a sporting event and what kind of impact it happened on someone whether it be like yeah. a national sporting event or even just like a really yeah that you know like grassroots soccer on the weekend kind of thing or whatever something like that so an actual game an actual game yes yeah, so i guess the yeah, concept is just like all these things happening behind, behind the game like that gets um okay cool that is you've got the game but it springboards off to all these so, things that happen yeah um, I see what you're saying now. So you're saying you actually kind of need a, a thing to actually talk, practically a, a thing to actually start the conversation. Mm. And that thing could be an actual sporting event, whether it was a hockey game, a basketball game. Like, for could example, be, the, could be, the Breakers final. Be, the first yeah, time or just actually asking someone, has there ever been a moment like that for you in your past that's really impacted you? Oh, interesting. And tell I, don't that yeah. that's, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it makes sense. All you need is something to start. Yeah. Cool. So you... I wish we'd wrap this up because I've faded once yeah. again. Yeah. Sorry, what a downer on the, the podcast. That's right. And uh, on our conversation. That's uh, all good. Um, okay. Mm. So I think next week what I probably want to do is I'll probably maybe make sure I chat with someone. Again, like meet up with someone. Mm-hmm. Um, and then... Yeah, actually, maybe maybe work on a few question lines and see where that takes might take me hmm. in terms of, of focus. I don't know, yeah. It sounds, I mean, you seem like you're probably underestimating how pretty good these these thoughts and lines you already have are uh, in the zone you're in now. But mm. there's some good stuff here. Yeah, I think so. I think um, it'll all seem different tomorrow morning. Yeah. When I wake up. Because... Would it get to a point where you go, okay, now I've got some some lines to run that I can then experiment? What in. do you mean by lines to run? Like a particular um, conversation. Um, yeah, I guess, yeah. Yeah, I don't know exactly what I need yet. Yeah. I think I need to have a couple of conversations, creative conversations with some video creatives. Sure. And flesh out the idea a bit more with them and then at least then you've got a bit of confidence because it's not just you yeah, yeah. thinking in a certain way or um 
coming up with a certain idea, there's actually more input. Okay. And it's always good when there's more heads in the game. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Cool. So anyway. Sounds good. More chats for you next week. More, more chats found for me. chats. Yeah. Cool. So we got one booked in. I've sent 10 more invites today, so a bunch of them will land for Wednesday, and then I'll send probably another 10 more invites on Wednesday, and a bunch will land for Friday. Cool. Seems to be the pattern of the week. That sounds really good. Yeah, I'm you really enjoying it. Roll in. I mean, the advantage I've got is that the people that I'm serving are kind of people that are also soundboards as well, because mm. <laughs> they're fellow founders. Yeah. So I've kind of got both going. Yeah, true. Which is handy. <laughs> I know what you mean, though, to have some people that kind of get it, to yeah. be alongside you, is yeah. pretty critical. Yeah. Um, mm. Especially, I'm, I mean, I'm an extrovert, so I just, I need, I kind of create extrovertly as well well like introvertly and extrovertly but yeah you need yeah, those yeah. people around you yeah yeah mm. I'm the same yeah cool alright let's wrap it alright sounds good till next week bye bye <laughs>